You're such a skeptic. All right, we're rolling. Well, I just figured I'd start. About... Yeah. No, that's fine. Let's talk about skepticism. Oh. <laughs> that's Josh, what I'm you want to open? You want me to open? Uh, Eric White, head honcho right. at Michael Burt Enterprises, is here on Never Broke Again podcast. Got Andrew with us as well. It's good. Co-hosting. Good Thanks, here, Eric, for hopping on. Yeah. Of course. Josh, you have to say never, welcome to Never Broke Again. I mean. Welcome to Never Broke Again. Either show up or don't. I don't care. I think, uh, Josh, let's go again. If we're going to do this, we got to do it right. Yo, Eric, you want to open it up for us then? (laughs) Show us how it's done. Show show us how it's done, baby. So, all right, all right, all right. You ready? All right, here we go. So, welcome to Never Broke Again. I'm I'm Josh Kraftchick with Andrew Saltman and our guest, the number one man. Behind Michael Burt at Michael Burt Enterprises, Eric White. Thanks for coming on, Eric. Hey, spur of the moment, impromptu. I love it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we Eric was on the phone with us, and we we had uh, I wouldn't call it a cancellation. I would say we had an upgrade. You know, we decided to upgrade the Eric today from <laughs> the guest we were going to have. We were on the phone with Eric. Eric's like, "Hey, I'm prospecting right now." I was like, "Well, hop on a podcast. That's prospecting. That's a way to get your message right. out there into the world." So. We twist his strategy. arm and here we are. Well, yeah, here we go. One to many. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather be talking one to many versus one to one. Right? Our audience. Oh yeah, is where well. does that come from? Well, I mean, it's, just, it's an easy concept. You know, would you would you rather make one phone call or would you rather talk to three hundred people in ten minutes? You know, depends who those three hundred people are. Right? We could be. What? This could be a podcast for a bunch of criminals. You're never going to talk to them, right? <laughs> hey, with, with no, I mean they got money. <laughs> they got more money. Than yeah, they do. They, they they got an allowance. Yeah, and and then and they need our help, right? They need growth strategies, legal ones. So so you're going one to many here. What what do you what is your prospecting? Tell us about. Give us your pitch. Let's hear it. Hey, we believe everybody in life needs a coach. Okay. We, we know that most people uh, need a system to use every day. And, and we believe okay. – um, Do you guys we, use we, a we system? Every day, man. Every day. Yeah? Yeah. We believe okay. in prospecting every day, outbound activity. And we have dedicated times for that. What are your de- – like Just how many the- hours do you dedicate to prospecting? Well, I mean, I'm I'm prospecting all day because that I mean, my, that's my primary role, and so if okay. I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm I'm offering information and service in hopes of either retaining their business, increasing the value of already, you know, like I do with you most days, right? Increasing value, yeah. right? By inviting you to the super right. We'll keep the podcast light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm offering, I'm offering solutions to people, you know, new clients. But the morning should re- really be dedicated to new money, people that you haven't done business with in the past. Hmm. You know, so, what so time we, do you we start? Line. What time do you start work, Eric? Uh, we go team meeting every day at nine, and then right after the team meeting, we're prospecting, you know, nine thirty to twelve, and then we take okay thirty minute team morning. meeting every day at nine. Every day at nine. Okay. That's right. And then we take a short break for lunch, then come back at one and go, you know, one to three thirty or one to four. 
and then use the last 30, 45 minutes of the day to, you know, just clean up whatever mess you guys make. Away. You guys make messes there? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's you just guys. administrative. I'm, kid, I'm kidding, but just administrative stuff at the end of the day, you know. So that's okay. that hard schedule like that should should drive a predictable outcome, especially if you're following mm-hmm. up properly. How did how did you meet Michael or Eric? How did y'all meet? Is was it from the basketball world? Yeah, yeah. I coached college basketball for twenty five years, and, uh, and or, you know, right around the year two thousand, coach I met uh, just socially. You know, I was uh, I can't remember where I was coaching at. I was coaching at Middle Tennessee State at uh, two thousand, and we just started hanging out socially. And then um, I went on to um, you know to work up until about twenty. 17 in college basketball and then uh, transitioned out of that career and, and called him to figure out what to do like i had no idea how to apply for job you know it's I so, had how, status so where were you when you meet were you coaching against each other you said it was at a, a social event you remember what it yeah, was no, in yeah in Murf- uh, murfreesboro tennessee we um uh where middle tennessee's located middle tennessee state um which oddly enough is the largest undergraduate institution in the state of Tennessee um, now. Uh, he was coaching high school basketball at Riverdale High School. Um, he built a program that was awful uh, before and ended up winning a state title. Now they've won, you know, six or seven state titles in a row. You know, been to USA Today National Championships a couple times, you know, that kind of thing. So he's, you know, because of his success, well, you know, the the, you know, because of his success there, you know, a lot of business people started coming to him for, you know, strategies on how he was helping these so kids. Were you coaching high school also and you competed against against them? No, no, I was a college coach in, uh, there in town at, oh, okay. the, at the school there. Yeah, but that's the university. Okay. It's oh, like Middle Tennessee. Tennessee middle, mm-hmm. middle Tennessee? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so right. you had a – Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm getting old. I, I, I'm getting – I should have heard you. I was like – yeah, Eric, Eric no, how did you get into coaching? Um, uh, so yeah, if you go all the way back to high school, um, my junior year of high school, I was I'm five six maybe with you know with big Nikes on, so I'm real tiny, but I love the sport of basketball and I loved athletics. And I had a high school coach that took an interest in me and um, uh, showed me what coaching would be like, even as a high school kid. And I sat on the bench next to him and just developed a love for it, man. And then um, mm-hmm. even in high school, we had some local some local girls that uh, had a lot of talent, and we we put those guys on the team, put those girls on the team, and uh, started coaching them up in the summers and the spring. And um, it turns out 12 of them went Division One. And um, Whoa. We were, yeah, how we were, we were 19 or 20 at that time. So, you know, we were we were coaching these kids, and so I, I just like, man, I love, I love to coach in college. And I just sold out to it. In, uh, That's crazy. Twelve of the girls went D one. Yeah, in fact, all the kids signed the college scholarship on that. I think they were probably, you know, uh, maybe you know, fourteen, fifteen kids on the team, and, yeah. and every kid that played on the team went to went to college, university somewhere. Yeah. Wow. What was what was the one thing that stuck out to you, Eric, when you were playing ball in high school? Like, was there one thing that like is always like well, you think you about play? regularly? Did you play or just coach? I, no, I did. I played. I played. I was just. I was not any good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you see that just, movie where the guy the guy's not any good in basketball, and so he, he becomes the coach. 
yeah. and, and uh, Shaq's in it, right? And uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a great flick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was good. All right, was the name? so, so you played. Name? So you played, but you weren't any good. Yeah, I just love the competition, man. I love being yeah. a part of a team. What, what's you know, your favorite basketball drill? Uh, shooting, man. I mean, just shoot the ball. Just shoot, like, no, there's no, like, there's nothing organized you can think of. Like, if you were coaching tonight, if you had a practice tonight, what drill would you, what what drill would you push? Yeah, man, the, the five-band five band weave up and down. What's that? What is that? It's just, it's. Andrew, yeah. Andrew's asking because he's coaching. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he's looking for free <laughs> advice right now, Eric. I got, I got a practice, I got a practice tonight. <laughs> what do you got a kid? I'm going to call him out on that. <laughs> we got, we got a practice what, tonight. What's the age group? Six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, put him, put him right underneath the basket and tell him to make a layup. No, no, no. What's the five man weave? We, gimme, give gimme. Give no, no, you can't. What is yeah, it? I'm not giving. I'm not giving you that for six year olds. Here's the other thing. Let's start with layup lines. Layup lines for six year olds. Layup lines, but we've been doing them ever. New. The best. The best thing you could. The best thing you could do for six year olds is just teach them to handle the ball, man. All kid decide. Just put a ball in the right hand. Handle the hand, ball. Just let them handle the ball. Build build ball handling yeah. skills, and then t- and then teach them how easy it is to make a layup. What about footwork? Yeah. Well, all that's all that's involved. Joshua seems mm-hmm. like he's a basketball guy. I, I've played some ball. Yeah, I can tell. It's, it's yeah. Guys, yeah. It's who is? Like, did he play against anyone that made it big, Eric? Like who was like one guy that you or girl that you saw in high school? Is like, man, this person is the real deal. No, not in high school. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. I did. <laughs> I can't recall. I'm sure there may be somebody. Wow. Uh, nobody that nobody? played against. Huh. I, I coached hmm. some All-Americans in college. I coached some pros in college. I coached a lot of really good players, but I never really played. You know, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember that much about high school and who we played, but I can't, I can't recall. There were some, there were some uh, kids in our area that went to play. How, how old are you, Eric? 52. We need to get you some magnesium L3 and 8. What's that do? It helps reconnect the neurons in your brain. Yeah, you need you need to text me that. Magnesium, text, text if you take that. it for six weeks, it will right. set your brain back 10 years. Oh wow. MIT study. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff I come to you for, Andrew. Yeah, you'll be able to remember stuff better. I take it. You'll yeah. be able to have a yeah. better memory. Well, where do you get that? Like a GNC? Amazon. Okay. Text me yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Ernie, our, our our in-house analyst, likes MCT oil for the brain. I take that too. Okay. That's another one. But uh, what 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 what's your idea on this podcast, man? What got you started on it? Whoa! Flipping the script. <laughs> what was? Your, what was? Your, <laughs> hey, that's what Josh. Why'd you, you start this podcast, Josh? So this was Josh's idea. 
Andrew came up with the name. The name. I got the name. Yeah. And I like it. So the idea, Eric, is we want to share strategies that if, you know, I hacked in your bank account, I stole all of your money, you know, all your thousands, Mm -hmm. all your millions, whatever you got, crypto. Like what Mm -hmm. skills have you learned from coaching, playing ball, working with Coach Burt that if that happened, like it wouldn't phase you? Because you know you can get all that money back plus more. I love that question because if um, the ability to create a sale gives you the confidence to know that if it goes to zero, you can you can build it back. As long what as does that look like? Money. What does that look like? Is there a stru- sales structure like a sales? Is there some sort yes, of? Sure. Well, yeah. Well, it's just initiating contact first of all, an outbound. Okay. Number. And then so pick up the pick up the phone. I pick up the phone, right? Yeah. Like a then day. what? Then what? Well, you got to present an idea. Well, you, you know, you got to identify a problem first, right? Okay. Before I present something, because I don't know that you even need what I have. So, what line do you use when you're selling? What's your line? I love the I love the one that we use in office. that says, "What are you trying to do?" Okay. Twenty twenty two. Just find out. That's what your opener. That's your opening line. Yeah, I think so. If you meet somebody, what are you trying to do? Right. Because I'm curious on what you're trying to accomplish, what your goals are. You have any other what key about- lines? Which credit card would you like to put it on? <laughs> so that that line leads to the credit card line. Damn, must be a good line. <laughs> <laughs> that's a damn good line hey everybody listening what is it you're trying to do what are you trying to do and then you just listen right the key is the listening ask a question and then listen is there anything the behind game. the word trying to do versus what are you looking to do yeah, what are your goals for your business or your personal life yeah because our, our coaching service is really you know we have people that come to us for two reasons number one for personal development right just to grow their self or for some tactical business growth strategy, right? Whether it's, you know, if it's a sales team and they're not following up properly, they don't operate in a selling system, right? You know, whether it's that or, you know, maybe just somebody trying to grow, try to go brand. What, do you, what are you guys coach. looking to do better over there? What are you guys trying to do? <laughs> Man, we're just like everybody else. We're trying to become more known. Yeah. Right? We're trying to, we're trying to grow the brand. We're trying to talk to more people. The funnel's got to be full, man. You got to talk to a bunch of people in a day to, in order to find the two or three people that are really serious. But we're, we're just like everybody else. We're trying to become more known, we're trying to get the messaging out. What does Eric say? To what, do? what does Eric ooh. want? What did I want? Man, yeah. I what do you want? Time, time freedom to be able to go and do where I want and who I want to do it with. So you want time freedom. You want the ability to go where you feel like you're being led to go. Sometimes mm-hmm. people end up in spots where they, you got time freedom. What are you certain. doing with that time? Mm. That was a good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make you think, man, I'm gonna make that brain work. Well, I'm, I'm really, I'm really passionate about helping people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really passionate about helping people get healthy. I think health is our greatest asset. I know you guys deal with mm-hmm. assets and liabilities down there at 369. Um, but yeah, I think health is your greatest asset. So I'm 
I'm super, I'm super, super laser focused on helping people get healthy in every area, heart, mind, body, and spirit. Is that what you do after what Josh, didn't you mean like, what do you do outside of work? Is that what you meant? No, I was asking, you got all the time in the world. What, what does Eric want to do? He said he wants to help people get healthy. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. 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 Right. And how, how does that, how does that start? The health part? Yeah. Was pers- You're asking me how do, I, how do I start that process with somebody? Yeah. What, what, what's more important, the eating or the working out? What you feel the body is the whole deal. Working out can actually work against you. Do you agree? I have this philosophy on working out. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm wondering if it's like, is it as valuable as everybody makes it out to be? I think you know, it's like anything. You can do too think- much of it. You can do too little of it. Cause I've done it and I get the, I, I do a workout and then I feel great for like two, three hours, but then it's gone. Right. The endorphins kick off and then yeah, I, I, f- I feel more fit and I get more in shape. Um, so that makes me more confident, but it's continuous. It's gotta be, it's gotta be like consistent. Right. So I, I don't, I don't do heavy working out. I'll do like super light workouts, like 10 minutes, five minutes, not like a whole hour. I, I just, I'm not sure you can outwork bad habits and, and fueling your body. If you have bad habits in terms of fueling your body, I'm not sure that you can outwork that in the weight room. You can't outrun it. Yeah. You can't, I mean, take some, you got take any bad habits, Eric? Situation. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Take, take somebody's bad habits in the financial world, right? If they've got bad spending habits or they've got, right? How can you help them? It's the same. It's the same thing. It's all. It all comes. Well, there's two things with it. You know, some people their their income potential is limited. Yeah. So they got to focus more on making sure they're not overspending. And then we got some right. people where we just got to teach them how to make more money. If they don't have a spending problem. They have an income problem. That's right. But it's people, a lot of people take the Dave Ramsey approach, which is more of the you know. Don't take out any debt, track your spending, pay cash, which is a very slow way to grow. Do you guys agree? Do you guys agree with uh, Ramsey? You guys in the Dave Ramsey camp? I like his uh, debt snowball. I I feel like that was a genius idea, you know, save out a thousand bucks and then start paying off debt. Um, It's really good for people who want certainty in their life. However, Mm -hmm. life ain't certain anyway. So that's right. Um, you might as well, if you want to, you know, if I want to get the Tennessee in a rowboat, it may take me a little longer than if I hop on a <laughs> private jet that Eric White and coach Burt sent down for Andrew and I to come to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, it seems like Ramsey's system would be good for somebody on a fixed income. You know, you take a guy who's a construction worker making a certain amount an hour, a teacher or something like that. I mean, those guys. They don't well, let's talk therapy. about it. Yeah. I feel like people like that, they can actually take more risk. Really? They got less okay. to lose. Okay. When you think about it, they, they need to take more risk in order to get out of where they currently are. Okay. That's interesting. 
Why do you think that? You ever think about that? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Well, if you only make a certain amount of money every year, you got to speed up the acceleration at which money grows. And if you can't do that through income, you got to do that through growing the, the the value of your assets. Yeah. Seems like the first piece of that would be paying down the debt, right? Obviously, you could take steroids and get big real fast, but that may not be a good way to do it. <laughs> right. That's right. What would be the equivalent of, of taking steroids in the financial service industry? You got to learn about life cycle investing. That was developed by Yale professors Ian Ayers and Barry Nailbiff. They found a way to help people speed up their investment process. That's good. Hey, this guy knows yeah. his stuff, Andrew. This is, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and by speeding it up, you mean margin, right? Yeah, they, they, they found through their studies that using margin when you're younger, a younger investor is beneficial to growing long-term wealth because it's not about your asset allocation or how much you got in the market. It's about how much time you got in the market. The, you know, Warren mm-hmm. Buffett made most of his money after he was 60. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Warren Buffett is now, but I mean, he set up the right things to be successful Your money is just going to continue to accelerate and snowball. That's the whole idea of the Dave Ramsey thing is Mm -hmm. the snowball, create a snowball effect, Mm -hmm. but he's doing it for paying off debt. Debt's pretty cheap, so might as well use a debt snowball for an asset snowball. You bring up a good point for a guy like me who's still got some work to do financially to grow. Um, What I want is it's not too late. Right, it's never too late. You take a guy like Grant Cardone, he didn't really start making money until his mid-50s. I mean, really started making money, right? You just Yeah, I mean, a lot of these billionaires were broke for a long time. Yeah. It's encouraging, in a way. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm Not as young as you guys. So, it's still time, right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta get speed. I I think uh, at 52, I mean, Josh, what kind of like portfolio are you thinking on a 52? Are you, are you putting them on margin or what's, what are your thoughts on that? Depends where Eric is and we got to put him in a position where he feels like he's driving the bus, not that the world's driving the bus because we like to be in control just like Eric is uh, doing sales. Like, you know, you can't let the prospect take you where you want to go. Otherwise you're just going to talk in circles and you're just going to have a hole in the ground. So it's good. Josh. I mean, it all depends where you are like, and where like you want to go. I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. How did you guys, how did you guys get linked? How'd you guys get linked up? No, this is about you, Eric. This podcast is about you. <laughs> Enough about us. Let's. We're talking about, about you. You ain't. Wait, you're not passing us the ball. You. There's ten seconds left in the game. Eric White is taking the last shot here. So, yes. what are you guys looking to, looking that? What are you guys looking to do better over there with Coach Burt? Because obviously, you're you're like his right hand man. Yeah. Left hand man. Yeah. So like, what, what, like you said, on? getting well known, like. So how are you, yeah, talk about these greatness factories. What are you doing to help these greatness factories out? It's an interesting concept really because it's it's we works on steroids or industrious or regis or any of these shared office spaces. It's really that concept, but it's on steroids because it's it's a meeting place for people like 
you, you guys, to come and interact with other high performers, but but to do it in what we call ed- edutainment. You know, there's some entertainment, there's some coaching or value that's being exchanged with content, and then there's there's networking a part of it. You know, um, some people may have an office there. You know, have a satellite. So how, how is it you, how is it unique from WeWork or Regis? Well, there's going to be events there. There's going to be coaching there. So if you take a WeWorks or Regis or something like that, you know, where you just you're just you're just going to an office every day. Um, imagine in the evening time you'd have a coaching session there on the, the million dollar follow up or um, how to multiply your wealth and health or you know I mean you could come up with any kind of title right. But coach would be doing an event there that would have some, some education, some entertainment, and some networking. So, isn't he? Is he? Is he leveraging? Is he using private equity to fund these? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's, can you, he's can raised. You, can, uh, you say, can you talk about what that looks like? I don't have a lot of information on it because I haven't been. I haven't been the point person on on building that out. That'd be great to talk to him about on the podcast he scheduled with you guys i think in march yeah but you guys are raising capital to fund that is that is that sound right yep yeah 100 i know i know he's raised a little bit over a megan for it currently was the last 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 number i heard is it being being built is it is it being is it in the works what's the so so currently in the yeah, currently in downtown Nashville, the largest building is called the 505 in downtown Nashville. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's a space in there that he's going to actually purchase. And it has not been built out. So he'll he'll build it out once it's purchased. Uh, there'll be some people that have an office there. Um, some people host events there. We'll have our own office space there. Um, you know, there'll be a place of connection. So is it purchased or is it to be purchased? Um, it's in the process of being purchased right now. Oh, okay. How Got would, it. Yeah, is how I would say it. Yeah. I don't think it's been finalized yet. Got it. It's a great concept, though. The space is going to be really nice. It's um, three levels. It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be dynamic. You guys are going to have probably host an event there one someday let's do it right huh sure i believe yeah. it man yeah we're in i mean put it on the calendar it'll be a play well the point the point is the reason i bring it up that way is because our clients will have access to do to do things there that you know the downtown nashville largest building in nashville it's a prime spot real estate you'll have access because of of your association through the coaching yeah you know? Have you guys put out like a value ladder on memberships for that yet? Or are you not there? We hadn't announced it yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> All right. So, so Eric, have you come well, up with any concepts? Like what have you, what has been your biggest value add working with coach Burt? I tell you I'm big right now because I've, I've been studying over the last 15, 18 months, two years as we've been navigating the pandemic and I'm, I'm really big on this concept of humility, uh, curiosity, and compassion. I, I really believe that if we went with the world, even in our business interactions, if we went with compassion, curiosity, and humility, I, I just think there would be an impact to the world that would be, that would be positive. 
and I'm, I'm not sure that, well, but I mean, our, our politicians and leadership and people that have been driving, driving the narrative the last couple of years, I'm not sure uh, <laughs> on either side of the aisle, I'm not sure they exemplify the, those three things, those three qualities. And so I'm just trying to add that to my daily, you know, it's just, you know, go to the world with a lot of curiosity, a lot of compassion and a lot of humility. How how long you and Coach Burt been together, working together? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Where where were you guys four years ago compared to now? Oh, we've um, probably more than tripled our business, our, our top line yeah. since then. Yeah, I, I couldn't quote the numbers to you, but it, it's it's been a dramatic increase. Why do you think that that is? Because we go hard outbound every day, man. I mean, we just – he pushes – so consistent with content to the marketplace. He's consistent with outbound prospecting. He's consistent with engagement. He's consistent with hmm. – we, he just pushes really hard. He generates, you know, a couple thousand leads every 90 days. So we're, you know, we're bringing a lot of people into the funnel, and we're trying to – follow up seven, 15 times with everybody, you know? So, you know, once so you're doing, so you're doing what you're, what you're selling. Yeah. I mean, once I get a lead, if somebody indicates some kind of interest or they're open, um, yeah, I don't, I don't give up in the follow-up. I just never quit. You know, we're not, we're not like some, some people out in the market where, you know, we just bang on the database over and over and over and try to bang you over the head for, some ticket to a big event. I won't name names, but <laughs> we're not, we're just, you know, you, you know, we, we want to engage with people that are interested, open and curious about growth learning. And, and um, if you indicate some interest in our services, we just hang in there with you until we find the right fit. Mm-hmm. Has anything changed over the last four years in your processes, yeah. or have you just been doing yeah. the same process uh, that has allowed you to well, triple? The, the methodology doesn't change. The system never changes. I mean, it's just like an athletic sport. If, you know, it's blocking, kickling, tackling. You know, it's, you know those, those teams, that, the football teams that won yesterday, they, the fundamentals of the game don't change. Now, the, the emphasis on how you win may change, but the fundamentals don't, right? The style of play may change. I mean, we're constantly – and the good news, the, the fun part about what we do is we can get creative really quick about an idea. You know, I mean, we could create an event right here, attach a ticket price to it, determine who the target audience is, establish the value, put it, put an event together and put it on the calendar. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we can move that quick. And that's the, really the fun thing about what we do. What's our cut? <laughs> what's, what's the split on it? Well, it's, it's so it's it's funny because you, you so do you do you pay coaches speaking fee or do you do we want a rev share an event right rev I mean, share you can do it rev share days. okay all right so what is you know what does that look like is it fifty fifty uh no <laughs> what is it what is it well it depends it depends on who you're or, you know are you putting the people in the room or you sell the tickets or do I do I have, do I have to right yeah right. So we got to leverage his sales team, right? Sure. I, well, yeah. ideally, we'd set it up in a funnel and push it out to the market. And people would buy. 
but we just right. know that's not reality, right? I mean, it takes it takes an outbound idea. I mean, it's going to have conversations, and, but I mean, you know, fifty people a room at nine ninety seven gets coached to Jacksonville. Gets him what? Gets him to Jacksonville. Gets him fifty to people in the room. At, yeah, yeah. So, so what is what is your like mailing list look like? How many people are on it? Oh man, it's, it's thousands. I mean, I don't even know the number. Yeah. Know, maybe thirty, forty thousand. I, you know, I don't know. It's big. So, if you send out an email, what's the response like on it? Do you know? Do you track that, or somebody tracks it? Yeah, but do you know? I, I, yeah, I'm a big detractor on emails. I'm not sure emails work. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, well, I think you've got to reach out. I disagree. You've got to call people. Uh, what? <laughs> I love it. Josh just takes a hard stance. So, so. <laughs> Give me your proof of concept. It depends how you. It dep- you can't just email blast people. Like uh, I, I've, I've been getting Billy Jean marketing emails for I don't know how long. I'm just to get yeah. ideas, and I mean they're just too long. Like, but if you're reaching out to people and like providing some sort of making them laugh or like brightening their day up, you just like I mean we got some people listening to our podcast from emails. I mean people, okay. I'll see people like, yo man, I love your emails. They never tell me. Okay. I never hear. It's just like thing me on social media. Like Andrew will be out and be like, "Yo, I love your videos." Like it'll get like zero likes, zero comments, but people are seeing it. People are noticing it. Yeah, yeah. I just think there's no substitute for the phone, a video text message, a text message, a phone call. Right? How are you guys having fun today? What did you do fun today? Me? Yeah. Well, I'm talking. To, I'm talking to you guys. It's on our okay, was the second most fun thing you did today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I followed up with my red zone this morning. I love prospecting. I I, I was I, I didn't used to love to make out by an effort, but nowadays I, I actually like it. So what? It's a hit list farm club red zone, right? That's the yeah yeah red zone is people that are close to to doing a deal. People that are yeah. indicated interest in a specific product service, they've told you they're really close to making a decision. You know, somebody that's somebody that's really close. Where do you keep that organized? Like in the CRM or in your notepad? Like here's Red Zone, here's Farm yeah. Club. Where where do you take notes on that? Well, the CRM. Explain does what all that means, it. Eric. Can you explain what all that means? Because most people aren't going to know what all that means. Yeah. So the CRM system is just a. It's a tool to keep people's information. Let's just keep it that simple, right? And it can be used to to send out emails, text messages, automated prospecting uh, materials, right? It's where information is stored for us to keep track as a team. But honestly, man, I, you know, the 25 or 30, 40 people I'm working actively are on a, it's just a handwritten, it's just a, you know. Red zones on a notepad. What? So you guys yeah. are working hard. You guys are pushing the machine along, right? So for four yeah. years, you tripled your business. What if coach gets hit by a bus? It's a major, major, major issue with our with our <laughs> business model, right? But but there's a hope lot you got some big life insurance, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a lot of content that's already been stored. I think he, I think his son's a little too young to be taken over. So what 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 <laughs> I mean yeah what goes on right? Well, there's a lot of content in a virtual site where you can continue to sell it, right? 
But mm-hmm. you know, coach coach loves the live engagement. He loves the in person stuff, right? So it's that's you know that obviously would go away. Yeah. What percentage of business do you think is done through automation of virtual training? Do you know? Mm, I mean, I'd say it's 25 or 30%. For a virtual course, right? Something right. that yeah. you don't touch. It just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean that's, a, that's a guess. It's not based on any kind of science, but I mean, I'm. I'm yeah, taking a I'm taking a, a course at Harvard, uh, disruption strategies, and okay. uh, my professor. I'm watching them, and I'm like, "Well, let me let me look into this guy." I, and I read all his books. He's dead. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> I know. I was he died last year, so I was like, "Wow!" So it's ongoing. But they're still, yeah, they're still on this content. Wow. Oh yeah, they have 700 students. 1500 a pop. I mean, that's over a million dollars for six weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. And they got is like 30 courses. Is it weird for you that you're learning from a dead guy? He, he's, uh, it, it was a little shocking at first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. cause I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I'm like, it's, it seems a little bit more, uh, what's the word? I not lucrative, but like, exclusive i guess because you can't learn from this guy technically anymore at all yeah unless you sign up for this course or read his books yeah you can learn new new information right yeah i mean it's hard to get into harvard anyways to begin with but it's even less than that so um yeah yeah it seems a bit more exclusive well sweet eric Thanks for hopping on Never Burke Again podcast. What what's the rest of the day look like? You got lunch and then more prospecting, and then uh, I saw you ring on your finger. You're married. Heck yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. How did you meet your wife, day. husband, significant other? Like <laughs> it's the last day of the month, man. I gotta sell something. <laughs> right. It's a lot. Yeah. What do you? How much you gotta day. sell today? Right. Is it? Is it? Hey, is it thirty first or the first? Oh, yes, it's 31st. 31st. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, man. I got to sell something. So what, what are you looking to sell? Like, do you have goals like 10,000 in coaching a day or 10,000 a month or a hundred thousand a month? Yeah. You guys, what yeah, does that look our like? Team goal, our team goal, our daily goal for a team is 25 K a day. If, if wow. you have 25K in sales a day, you can, you can hit a, you know, hit a big number. Right. So, that's our goal. Some days we hit it, some days we don't. Right. But that's the goal. Is that in, is that like top line? Is that uh, commitments or is that collected? It's it's both. Yeah, it's both. It's all the above. So if, if you took stuff through the website, compared it with contracts signed, you know, collected, you know, collected money, all that included, just get to that number every day. Mm-hmm. Because we'll have some stuff that goes to the website or some kind of marketing um, thing that we're doing. So there's there's that that's just automatically coming in that I'm working on. I mean, I might I might sign a deal today for 25 by itself, right? And if it's contract right. value, we count that. You know whether it's actually actually collected or not. So that's about. And you guys, do you guys work weekends? I guess you get weekends off. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, yeah, I take calls and make calls and work. You know, if I've got something close and the momentum's going, I just keep keep going through the weekend. But I'm, I'm not banging on people over on a Sunday afternoon. You know, just you know, working out of the database, making calls. But yeah, if I've got some people closer, I'm engaging with a client. I mean, I take your stuff on the weekends, right? Sure. I mean, that comes out to yeah. about a half I mean, a bill a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty strong. Yeah. So how many sales, how many people are there? Is it like three uh, or well, six? How many yeah. Every, everybody that's on the team work, is working in the sales area. But there's, there's right. just really me and another guy that are dedicated. That's all we do. So we're not involved okay. in operations or we're not involved in whatever, you know, I mean, we're not involved in other stuff. Okay. So they bring in sales as well and they, they're a part of that goal. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They can, they can generate, they can generate sales too. Right. So how big is that team? Well, we like got, six or 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's five to eight. Five days. So, you, so, wow, those are big numbers with a small team. Hey, no doubt. Yeah, that's how hard we go, man. It's a testament to how hard we go and how hard we push, and the system that we work every day because the system works. You eat your own dog food. <laughs> that's right, man. Very important. There's a lot of people out in the marketplace who do what we do to, that do not do that. Right. You know. Yeah. But we're not, we, we feel, we, we take a lot of pride in that. And we're not perfect. You know, there are times we, you know, we don't follow up. We drop the ball in some kind of area, but it's not, it's not because we're not trying. It's just, you know, we're human. So we make mistakes. Right. You know? Yeah. I've enjoyed this. We should, we should do this more. <laughs> We have a so, rule of no. So, Eric, no, how do how no do people <laughs> how do uh, how do people find so you, or if people want to work with you guys, what would be the best place to reach out to you, Eric, in order to uh, you know take people from the red zone yeah, the, to the end zone per se? The only ask I've got is that, that everybody add me on Instagram. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to grow my IG. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna add you right yeah. now, Eric. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up my phone and add Eric. I don't know Coach if Eric I have White. you yet. Come on, come on, Andrew. I'm I'm Coach going. Eric White. Yep. I thought there was an age limit on Instagram. Are these your daughters? <laughs> Is this yep, your daughters yeah. here in this picture? Yeah. They're so pretty. Are they? Are they your daughters? Yeah. <laughs> man, are you did good work kids? here, Eric. Yeah, hey, Eric White, you did some good work cute. here, man. <laughs> e White's got some daughters. Yeah, if you I could, don't know. But how yeah, old they are. yeah, hit me up through Instagram, man. I always give out. All my right, I just followed you. People, people think I'm. You just got two more followers, so. I love it, man. But yeah, uh, but just call me six six two eight three two seven six five six. That's the best way to connect. People. Mm-hmm. People call me crazy for giving up my cell phone number, but I mean, what? I'm in sales, <laughs> right? How, how do I expect yeah. to sell something if I don't give people my number? You know. True. Well, thanks again, Eric. Go, uh, go hit your number. It's the last day of the month. Hey, I crushed what? it on my one time only on the Never Broke Again podcast. What's that? I feel good. I feel good about it. I feel good about this. 
because I'm never going to get another well, chance. I can't well, get back. Well, I can't. Yeah, hopefully you'll you know generate a uh, some calls from. Yeah, it. I think you will. I think you will. Yeah, I believe. Okay. I hope I brought I you some value. Cool. Thanks, yeah. Eric. They, yeah, they did. You did. Hey, you guys.